Hey everybody, welcome back to the Preacher Chick Podcast, where we are reading the Bible together every day this year. Today is day 74, and we are reading Judges 13 through 15 and Psalm 74. Let's go. Again, did what was evil in the Lord's sight, so that the Lord handed them over to the Philistines 40 years. There was a certain man from Zorah, from the family of Dan, whose name was Manoah. His wife was unable to conceive and had no children. The angel of the Lord appeared to the woman and said to her, It is true that you are unable to conceive and have no children, but you will conceive and give birth to a son. Now please be careful not to drink wine or beer or to eat anything unclean, for indeed you will conceive and give birth to a son. You must never cut his hair, because the boy will be a Nazarite to God from birth, and he will begin to save Israel from the power of the Philistines. When the woman, then the woman went and told her husband, a man of God came to me. He looked like the awe-inspiring angel of God. I didn't ask him where he came from, and he didn't tell me his name. He said to me, you will conceive and give birth to a son. Therefore, do not drink wine or beer and do not eat anything unclean because the boy will be a Nazarite to God from birth until the day of his death. Manoah prayed to the Lord and said, please, Lord, let the man of God you sent come again to us and teach us what we should do for the boy who will be born. God listened to Manoah, and the angel of God came again to the woman. She was sitting in the field, and her husband Manoah was was not with her. The woman quickly ran to her husband and told him, The man who came to me the other day has just come back. So Manoah got up and followed his wife. When he came to the man, he asked, Are you the man who spoke to my wife? I am, he said. Then Manoah asked, When your words come true, what will be the boy's responsibilities and work? The angel of the Lord said, or answered Manoah, Your wife needs to do everything I told her. She must not eat anything that comes from the grapevine or drink wine or beer. She must not eat anything unclean. Your wife must do everything I have commanded her. Please stay here, Manoah told him, and we will prepare a young goat for you. The angel of the Lord said to him, If I stay, I won't eat your food. But if you want to prepare a burnt offering, offer it to the Lord. Manoah did not know he was the angel of the Lord. Then Manoah said to him, What is your name so that we may honor you when your words come true? Why do you ask my name? The angel of the Lord asked him, since it is beyond understanding. Manoah took a young goat and a grain offering and offered them on the rock to the Lord, who did something miraculous while Manoah and his wife were watching. When the flame went up from the altar to the sky, the angel of the Lord went up in its flame. When Manoah and his wife saw this, they fell face down on the ground. The angel of the Lord did not appear again to Manoah and his wife. Then Manoah realized that it was the angel of the Lord. We're certainly going to die, he said to his wife, because we've seen God. But his wife said to him, if the Lord had intended to kill us, he wouldn't have accepted the burnt offering and the grain offering from us, and he would not have shown us all these things or spoken to us like this. So the woman gave birth to a son and named him Samson. The boy grew and the Lord blessed him. Then the spirit of the Lord began to stir him in the camp of Dan between Zorah and Eshdale. Samson went down to Timnah and saw a young Philistine woman there. He went back and told his father and his mother, I have seen a young Philistine woman in Timnah. Now get her for me as a wife. But his father and mother said to him, Can't you find a young woman among your relatives or among your people? Must you go to the uncircumcised Philistines for a wife? But Samson told his father, Get her for me. She's the right one for me. 
Now his father and mother did not know this was from the Lord, who wanted the Philistines to provide an opportunity for confrontation. At that time, the Philistines were, ruled, were ruling Israel. Samson went down to Timnah with his father and mother and came to the vineyards of Timnah. Suddenly a young lion came roaring at him. The spirit of the Lord came powerfully on him, and he tore the lion apart with his bare hands as he might have torn a young goat. But he did not tell his father or mother what he had done. Then he went and spoke to the woman because she seemed right to Samson. After some time, when he returned to marry her, he left the road to see a lion's carcass, and there was a swarm of bees with honey in the carcass. He scooped some honey into his hands and ate it as he went along. When he came to his father and mother, he gave some to them, and they ate it. But he did not tell them that he had scooped the honey from a lion's carcass. Disgusting. A dead lion sitting on the side of the road, and bees had formed a hive in it, and he ate the honey from inside the dead lion. That's disgusting. That's a very, very gross. And people say the Bible's boring. <laughs> I just don't get it. He's, um, oh, I already read that part. Okay. His father went to visit the woman the Samson prepared a feast there, as young men were accustomed to. When the Philistines saw him, they brought 30 men to accompany him. Let me tell you a riddle, Samson said to them. If you can explain it to me during the seven days of the feast and figure it out, I will give you 30 linen garments and 30 changes of clothes. But if you can't explain it to me, you must give me 30 linen garments and 30 changes of clothes. Tell us your riddle, they replied. Let's hear it. So he said to them, eater came something to eat, and out of the strong came something sweet. After three days, they were unable to explain the riddle. On the fourth day, they said to Samson's wife, persuade your husband to explain the riddle to us, or we'll burn you and your father's family to death. Did you invite us here to rob us? So Samson, Samson's wife came to him weeping and said, you hate me, and you don't love me. You told my people the riddle, but haven't explained it to me. Look, he said, I haven't explained it to my father or mother, so why should I explain it to you? She wept the whole seven days of the feast, and at last on the seventh day, he explained it to her because she had nagged him so much. In other words, she went, wah, 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 so much that he finally caved and told her what it was, and then she told it to the people. On the seventh day before sunset, the men of the city said to him, what is sweeter than honey and what is stronger than the lion? So he said to them, if you hadn't plowed with my young cow, you wouldn't know my riddle now. The spirit of the Lord came powerfully on him, and he went down to Ashkelon and killed 30 of their men. He stripped them and gave them their clothes to the and gave their clothes to those who explained the riddle. In a rage, Samson returned to his father's house, and his wife was given to one of the men who had accompanied him. Later on, during the wheat harvest, Samson took a young goat as a gift and visited his wife. I want to go to my wife in her room, he said, but her father would not let him enter. I was sure you hated her, his father, her father said, so I gave her to one of the men who accompanied you. Isn't her younger sister more beautiful than she is? Why not take her instead? So weird. So weird how the customs were back then. Samson said to them, this time I will be blameless when I harm the Philistines. So he went out and caught 300 foxes, one man, 300 foxes. He took torches and he turned the foxes tail to tail and put a torch between each of their pair of tails. 
So we like to tell kids the story of Samson and the Bible, but we only focus on Samson at the end, right? Like his hair getting cut and how he retaliates, but we don't tell this whole weird, gory, twisted tale of Samson was disobedient to what God had called him to do, but God still had had called him and equipped him. And so God is faithful, you know, so God is going to bring through Samson what he promised. So Samson takes the foxes and he turns them tail to tail and he put a torch between each pair of tails. So in, in essence, you have two foxes tied together at their tails with a fiery torch in the tails. Just like picture this. Then he ignited the torches and released the foxes into the standing grain of the Philistines. He burned the piles of grain and the standing grain, as well as the vineyards and the olive groves. The Philistines asked, who did this? They were told it was Samson, the Timnite's son-in-law, because he took Samson's wife and gave her to his companion. So the Philistines went to her and her father and burned them to death. Then Samson told them, because you did this, I swear that I won't rest until I have taken vengeance on you. He tore them limb from limb, and they went down and stayed in the cave at the rock of Edom. The Philistines went up, camped in Judah, and raided Lehi. So the men of Judah said, Why have you attacked us? They replied, Why have come, why have come, sorry, we have come to tie Samson up and pay him back for what he did to us. Then 3,000 men of Judah went to the cave at the rock of Edom, and they asked Samson, Don't you realize that the Philistines rule us? What have you done to us? I have done to them what they did to me, he answered. They said to him, we've come to tie you up and hand you over to the Philistines. Then Samson told them, swear to me that you yourselves won't kill me. No, they said, we won't kill you, but we will tie you up securely and hand you over to them. So they tied him up with two new ropes and led him away from the rock. When they came to Lahai, the Philistines came to meet him shouting, the spirit of the Lord came powerfully on him and the ropes that were on his arms and wrists became like burnt flax and fell off. Basically, they became so weak that he just kind of shook them off. He found a fresh jawbone of a donkey, reached out his hand, took it and killed a thousand men with it. The jawbone of a donkey. He killed a thousand of the Philistines. Then Samson said, with the jawbone of a donkey, I have piled them in heaps. With the jawbone of a donkey, I have killed a thousand men. When he finished speaking, he threw away the jawbone and named that place Ramoth-Lehi, because he became very thirsty and called out to the Lord, You have accomplished this great victory through your servant. Must I now die of thirst and fall into the hands of the uncircumcised? So God split a hollow place in the ground at Lehi, and water came out of it. After Samson drank, his strength returned, and he revived. This is why he named it En Hakori, which is still in Lehi today. And he judged Israel 20 years in the day of the Philistines. And now for Psalm 74. Why have you rejected us forever, God? Why does your anger burn against the sheep of your pasture? Remember your congregation, which you purchased long ago and redeemed as the tribe for your own possession. Remember Mount Zion, where you dwell. Make your way to the perpetual ruins, to all that the enemy has destroyed in the sanctuary. Your adversaries roared in the meeting place where you met with us. They set up their emblems as signs, 
It was like men in a thicket of trees, wielding axes, then smashing all the carvings with hatchets and picks. They set your sanctuary on fire. They utterly desecrated the dwelling place of your name. They said in their hearts, let's oppress them relentlessly. They burned every place throughout the land where God had met with us. There are no signs for us to see. There is no longer a prophet. And none of us knows how long this will last. God, how long will the enemy mock? Will the foe insult your name forever? Why do you hold back your hand? Stretch out your right hand and destroy them. God, my king, is from ancient times performing saving acts on the earth. You divided the sea with your strength. You smashed the heads of the sea monsters in the water. You crushed the heads of the Leviathan. See, this is where people have asked me before how I can believe in God and believe in dinosaurs. And I know that there were many dinosaurs, but the Leviathan was a dinosaur. Like if you look up dinosaurs in different periods, you're going to find the Leviathan. And this is not the first place or the only place where scripture mentions the Leviathan. So you crushed the heads of Leviathan. You fed him to the creatures of the desert. You opened up springs and streams. You dried up for, you dried up ever flowing rivers. The day is yours. Also the night. You established the moon and the sun. You set all the borders of the earth. You made summer and winter. Remember this, the enemy has mocked the Lord, and a foolish people has insulted your name. Do not give to beasts the life of your dove. Do not forget the lives of your poor people forever. Consider the covenant, for the dark places of the land are full of violence. Do not let the oppressed turn away in shame. Let the poor and needy praise your name. Rise up, God, champion your cause. Remember the insults that, a, that fools bring against you all day long. Do not forget the clamor of your adversaries, the tumult of your opponents that goes up constantly. And that's day 74. Come back tomorrow for day 75. See you then.